Literally, this is why I don't do anything with you. This is why I don't want to do anything. It's like pulling teeth. Okay, anyway, anyway. Hello, America. It's me, Eleanor. Welcome back to another episode of Unreliable Narrator. And crazy. I'm such a liar. I I think it's been two months since I've been on this trip. The world knew already what happened (laughs) when I went went to Amsterdam already. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait until we go to the Philippines, do all the stupid other trips. Utah. I don't even know how it's there. (laughs) And, um... You might be wondering, like, oh my god, there's a fucking live audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but give me a fucking second. Um, but basically, it's been a cool minute since I went to Amsterdam, okay? But don't worry, I have, like, I have the memory of an elephant. Is that a good, ref- like, is that it a good is, thing? Though. Right? Thank you, audience. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, like, I still remember what's going on, and I had to wait this long because there was a certain somebody that I wanted to be on the podcast but literally was more booked and busy than me, which is so rare. And it is my sister, Monty. Hello. Hey. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> this is why I didn't want to be on here! I wish you guys could see what she did. I'm gonna... One thing that I was talking to Monty about is that I want to incorporate a visual aspect to this, but then if you guys could see what we looked like right now, I'm in my PJs. Monty's in, like, clothes she wants to go to the gym. I look like I have a toupee on right now. My bangs are, like... Because I got my friend Marie to cut my bangs, and I was like, I want something, like, crazy. I want something, like, I want blunt bangs. Like, don't even give me, like, the long edges of that, like, the long um ends. Don't even give me that. Give me straight across, like, coconut bangs. She gave me that. Man, I wasn't ready for what I was gonna look like because my dad won't shut up about telling me I look like I barred the Beatles. And like he's like, you need to ask her to cut a little bit more to make it choppy. And I'm like, there's something about me like looking like I'm part of the Beatles that I don't really mind. And Monty's like really checking out my side. <laughs> I can see her like staring at my little like my my bangs like swoop to the side. But um yeah, we're in PJs and we're on the floor of my bedroom and it was just like a struggle to even do this. So I don't even we're sparing you the actual sight that we like what we look like. But let me tell you what she fucking did, which actually led me down this goddamn spiral. It's like <laughs> I go to introduce her, and I go, hey, this is my sister, and she goes, she goes, hi, my name is Monsi, there's no one here besides her and I, and she puts her hand up, like she's gonna give someone a really solid high five, and she gives you a good, like, 90 degree angle of her arm, and she's like, hi, I'm Monsi, and it's like, oh my god, who raised you? It's actually so scary and terrifying, because... Monty's a quiet one, as you can see. I yeah, think. I haven't talked to him once. <laughs> I just like watching you talk. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I don't want you guys to think like, oh my god, that bitch talks <laughs> over her sister. I'm literally a yapper while she's a listener. But Monty does yap. But the things that she yaps about are like, we can't talk about it here. <laughs> That's something personal use. But um, I would like, um, oh my god, what I usually do what I love to do whenever I have dads is like first impressions, but I'm literally your sibling. <laughs> first impressions came out the womb. <laughs> no, like literally, let's give like first impressions, like who I think you are as a person, who you think I am as a person. Like if you were to describe me to somebody else, and how would I describe you to the audience? <laughs> so do that. Maybe that'll be like an interesting like <laughs> for the audience because the audience knows me so well. Am I describing you to someone that does not know either of us, or do they know? Don't, me? They don't know me but at they all. Know, they, they know, know you. Okay. Well, that literally, there was no- <laughs> Do you guys see this shit? Something so simple turns into such a fucking asshole because she's so literal. And I can't, like a girl.
girl can't fucking dream. <laughs> Monsi, just take it at face value of how you you heard it. Just take it. It's because the first thing I always say to people is that like. You can't say she's the opposite of me because they don't know who you no. are. No, oh, so you, that, that answers my question. Okay, sorry. I was gonna open with uh, that we are night and day. Okay, like if they knew who I. But if okay, I, and yeah, I asked yeah. Question, sorry, sorry, America. As you can see, <laughs> <laughs> as you can see, I get really riled up really fast, <laughs> and I get really passionate too fast for no reason. Okay, but go on, Montserrat. Does it describe me to somebody? But you can also say like, oh, we're light and we're night and day. You know, okay, well, that's you what can, I always okay with. <laughs> Honestly, me too. <laughs> okay, go on, go on. I just always tell people that, like, um, that we're night and day, that you're super talkative, I'm more uh, quiet, and how you're more loud than I am, more outgoing. I don't know. I think we're both outgoing, but you're outgoing in, like, the social sense. I kind of, like, if we were at a party, I feel like you would sit on the couch, but you would still talk to people. I would just be sitting on the couch listening. Um, but you're kind and attentive. You're also creative um, and funny. I feel like I always think you're the funniest person I know, uh, or my humor is just fucked up. But either way, I would describe you as kind, funny, and uh, yeah. You really got me, you guys. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm not even going to edit that cough out because I go, <laughs> fuck! I'm a little under the wetter. wetter. <laughs> I'm full of giggles. I'm under the wetter. I'm yeepy. <laughs> Dude, Monty found like <laughs> no, this is not even a blimp to that kid, but like Monty fans found someone around like 21, 22 year old. 20, when, they just turned twenty one. Oh, they turned twenty one because Monty went to Sundance. Yeah, Monty's one of those people. Um, so she met someone there, and they were like, "Oh, I'm so EP," and Mo- I was like, "Bro, I've never heard that in my life." Did anyone chat comment down below? Have you ever heard or have used the term EP <laughs> to describe when you want to go to sleep? Please comment down below because that was a word I did not hear. <laughs> at all i don't know if that's a utah thing with the mormons i saw it as a meme online it is what's the meme like a little cat he's like i'm eepy like you know maybe how- i've seen it too yeah. <laughs> i probably just never thought someone would actually audibly it, say yeah. that okay anyway that was a side <laughs> tangent that i just wanted to say because monty like texted me she's like you ever heard that i was like no <laughs> like i don't know what that even is what does that mean then i swear i probably do Okay, now back to me describing <laughs> Monsi because I literally get so... This is why I need Monster. She keeps me on track because my mind just goes a mile a minute and I'm everywhere all at once. <laughs> um, so basically how I would describe Montserrat, I always tell people that she's way cooler than me. And um, I try to make people understand. It's like you either get her or you don't. If you don't, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> because, and Monsi's just one of those people. I would say like we're always lying day. But I think we're really different, but like what she said is like we're really the same because we like certain things, we're very passionate about certain things, and we can yap about it on and on and on and on. There's certain things Monzi's very passionate about <laughs> that she likes to talk about. Well, we don't talk about it here. You can ask her in real life. But um but yeah, like like but one thing about Monzi is like I always say she's not patient. Do I think that's a bad thing? Sometimes. <laughs> but her like not being patient, she's very blunt and straightforward, so you know she's not lying to you when she tells you something, but she's also not kind. <laughs> she's not kind in the way better. But she's like you know how people are like not falsely kind, but like they're kind to everyone over everything and Monty's like oh my god you're fucking annoying me I'm gonna be very blunt and straightforward with you not to be mean but I'm just gonna give you the bear I'm just gonna give you it man because I think that's what you need right now but some people want you to be like 
so sorry. Like, oh. Monty can't do that for you. Monty's, <laughs> Monty's not that girl. Like, when I was crying as a kid, she was like, stop it. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, oh, you're so right. Let me suck these babies back in and wipe the mochas from my nose. Um, but she's like, she's Monty's very selfless. Like, when I tell you I look like I'm big balling, no, the fuck I'm not. My sister buys me everything. Everything that I have that's nice, my sister has bought for me because my Monty's just that girl. And Monty is smarter than anyone you ever know. I don't Shut care what they do. Monty is so smart. And she's not even as smart, like, just book smart. She's smart about, like, movies, about the world and certain things. Like, she remembers shit that I don't even fucking remember. Like, the only thing I'm good at is pop culture shit. Like, Monty doesn't know. She didn't know I Prince was know. dead. You guys, Monty didn't know <laughs> Prince was dead. Because that was absolutely crazy that the man died and you didn't find out until five years later. You guys, I'm not even joking with you. The same thing happened with David Bowie. Like, it took her a year to find, like, to figure out that he was fucking dead. And the only reason she knew is because people spray painted, like, his picture all over our town on the, like, on the, like, sidewalks. And Monty was like, why'd they do that? I was like, maybe it's because he's dead. And she's like, oh! (laughs) Literally, she kills me. Another thing I would describe her is besides, like, not being patient. But I'm just (laughs) But But Monty, I literally say to everyone, she's as close to a saint. As there there could be if God actually put one of those down here. Like that's Monsi. Like Monsi is such a sweetheart and she feels for everyone. She'll give excuses for everyone and anything <laughs> to be like, they're not a bad person. Maybe they're just and I'm like, no man, that bitch is a dickhead. Like just leave it alone. But also I wanna describe Monsi. Like that's just personality, but also also like her mannerisms, I wanna say like in contrast to me, like Monsi was raised on adventure time. And chowder. <laughs> and, like, she watched Steven Universe. Like, she's that girl. Like, the little internet people that are, like, think they're high girls and stuff. Like, they're like, hi, like, I like the color pink. And they use, like, those fucking weird hand gestures. And like, ah, like, whatever. <laughs> That's a Monsi in real life. And mind you, Monsi doesn't, she's not on social media like that. So she doesn't even know these bitches, these bitches exist. So she doesn't even know that with how they act. Me, I don't yeah, I know. I need them. to show you because Monsi's literally that. Like, we'll be, we'll be ordering food. <laughs> and she'll be like, oh, my God, thank you so much. And she'll like slap her face with her both her hands and like squish her face together. And I'm like, what is this? What are we doing here? Is this Stardew Valley? What is fucking going on, brothers? I'm scared, but I'm not scared because it's not, it's like so precious and so endearing because that's literally just who she is. And I just take her for how it is. And like her and I are like yin and yang, literally partners in crime, Batman and Robin. Um, who else? Who else are we like? Monty, if someone was to play Monty in a real life movie, it would be Jesse Eisenberg. Because you guys, they are literal twins. They are twins. They're so anxious. They riddles their bones and they shake a whole room because they're so anxious. Oh my god. And I feel like I went on a whole tangent about you, but Monty's just a movie. If you don't get her, you you don't fucking get her. And you don't deserve her time anyway. But um, those who do, they love her. And I love Montserrat. And I literally want to be on The Amazing Race with her. Oh, my gosh. Because I think the whole race would be me getting lost and having to do physical labor because Monty's weak as fuck. That I am. I'm not going to do Okay. It's been like 12 minutes, which is like an average <laughs> intro time, okay. I will say. But um, that is my sister. That is who is going to be on the episode with us. But I want to have some updates about Unreliable Narrator. I should have done it earlier because I feel like we're in a mojo now, but I'm going to be really <laughs> fucking fast. I swear to God. So basically, you guys, I had an epiphany while I was in Utah and I was like, why do I feel so like 
dragged down. Why do I feel not inspired? It might be because just because I was in Utah, it was literally like the worst fucking thing in the world. I had to be, had my flight had to change because I was going bonkers there. And my dad was like, I'm not dealing with you anymore. So he changed my flight to come home earlier. But I think it was just like me being with nature. It made me like think about the world. And maybe it's my prefrontal lobe being fully developed. There's a lot of things it could be. But I was thinking, you know what? I'm going to remove access to the Google Drive with all the episodes with music. That's like literally, I don't even know how many seasons. That's like five seasons. That's like 50 episodes, which is gnarly. I'm just going to remove access to it and like redo those stories in other episodes because I don't think everyone remembers them. And did I tell them in a great way? Probably not because I was young and I was scared what people thought of me. So maybe I didn't go into detail or maybe I wasn't theatrical enough. I don't know. But I feel like I'm better now with um telling stories so i want to bring those back because again i just feel like they're collecting dust in that fucking google drive and i don't (laughs) feel like anyone is listening to them unless you're very attached to one of those episodes and of course then like let me know and i'll secretly email it to you or something that won't be a secret because i'm fucking saying it right now but (laughs) so i'll do that for y'all and i will also be removing one episode from the spotify right now i think it's called mahal more is that what i told you Monty? i think so yeah yeah sounds right yeah i know i pronounced it really fucking ugly leave me alone <laughs> i'm congested and i don't want to try right now um i'm going to be removing that episode just because personal reasons mind your business it was a good episode if you didn't listen to it yet go listen to it now i think i'm gonna keep these things up for like two weeks i'll post it on my instagram so y'all are know you don't think i'm coming at you at the cuts like but yeah instagram Everyone here should be like, okay, well, subscribe, subscribe, li- like, like, I'm just kidding. Um, co on Instagram. Literally hate the person that took Unravel Narrator. <laughs> Boo, bitch. But I'm not one of those girls that's going to pay for their handle. That's not me. And I'm, who am I? Nobody. I'm just Eleanor. Anyways, let's get back into the episode. I'm Ryan Montserrat. <laughs> yeah. I need you to do a callback, man. Come on. I need your energy. <laughs> Where happened to it? <laughs> it went away, um, but I'm excited uh, for the excited. first topic. Yeah. I'm excited too, but tell us why we're in Amsterdam. Because I wouldn't be caught dead in that place. Because <laughs> the only reason I, reason why I know Amsterdam is a place and it intrigued me in the first place was because of the Fallen Our Stars. That's why? Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that was a place before that movie and that reading <laughs> that book because I, I was one of those girls. I was obsessed with John Green. Leave me alone! Well, I only knew about her wanting to go there because Amber went there for a business trip or I don't know what. And when she came back, her one of her little like tidbits was like, "Oh, Monty, I feel like you really like that place," and I don't know why that stuck in my head for like years to come. Because yeah, it's been like years, it's been years. <laughs> I was probably like a teenager when she said that to me, but I kept thinking about thinking about it. And when I quit Wait, my pause. job, Monty is how old? I'm twenty six. Yeah, she's just a year and a half older than me, so that's. I feel like that is useful in this <laughs> in this story. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay. Um. So when I quit my job and I wanted to go on like a little trip. What was your job? Oh my god, my job <laughs> was at a research institute in Menlo Park. Do we have to say the name? No. Yeah, it's just look on our LinkedIn if you really want to know. <laughs> That's what I tell everybody. Just look um, on our LinkedIn. But yeah, I wanted to go on a trip before we went to the Philippines. So I was like, we got a couple. Oh, you got like that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she like um kept messaging me like cheap flight to amsterdam and like there was one where it was like i don't remember how it was just dirt cheap it was like cheaper to go there than like some state in um, like united states i don't know 
But I was like, I'm gonna go. I brought it up to my parents and immediately they're like, no, no, you can't go by yourself. Like, do you want to kill me? Like, are you going to make me cry? Like, why are you going by <laughs> they're yourself? Crazy. They're crazy. <laughs> they're like, I will literally die. I yeah. will not sleep. Yeah, and literally. Like, oh so they're God. like, you have to take your sister. And I looked at Eleanor and I was like, Eleanor, can you, like, will you come with me? And uh, my mom's like, I'll pay you for Eleanor. Like, you don't have to worry about it. Eleanor was like, said yes. Well, yeah, <laughs> all expenses paid, trip to Amsterdam. My sponsor is a little Mexican lady named Elvia. Hell yeah, I'm going. And that's my thing with my mom. She's so silly. Like, she will pay for me to go on these trips to be Monty's companion just to put ease of mind on her and my dad. She's such a silly lady. And she's the reason why this episode is really late because she's bonkers and I had to wait for her to leave the house because a lot of the contents of this episode, we can't speak around her because that woman is crazy. And lately, she's been talking about the devil going through everyone's culo and making their brain go crazy. I don't know. I don't know where she, she got keeps, that from. She says her grandma told her. Oh, I'm gonna ask her about that. Um, not our grandma. Not, grandma's grandma. Oh wow. No, okay. grandma's ma. Yeah, but you know, she's. Yeah, fucking. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Monty. So that's why we go to Amsterdam. Yeah, that's why we went to Amsterdam. And Eleanor really told me just, like, do whatever I wanted, go wherever I wanted, and she would just tag along. And that's what we did. We mm-hmm. went to all the spots. I did much research, watched many YouTube videos. People were like, this is what you do in Amsterdam in the winter, or, like, what to do in Amsterdam solo travel, stuff like that. Um, we went to all the spots, and it was cute. There were some moments where I was like, hmm, it's a mistake. We stayed too long. I don't think you need to spend a whole week in Amsterdam. You could really spend, like, three days, call it, and be- you hit everything. But we spent a week there. So and you yeah. want to do that again? I want to do a week. I would go back, like, during the springtime. They do have the tulip, uh, mm-hmm. like, blossoming, like, garden. I don't know where it is, but people go there to take pictures. Yeah. I know probably better, because it was, like, 20 degrees when we went. It snowed at some point. Um, <laughs> we, we went on a quick trip to get food, and we almost ate shit yeah. multiple times. Yeah. We had to change our ice. shoes. Yeah. <laughs> because... Yo, we were slipping and sliding <laughs> because there's um there's canals everywhere, so you have to walk over like the bridge, motherfuckers. I was like, we're gonna eat shit on this bridge, <laughs> like. Oh, but good thing, like some of the some of the, it's not like, like I don't know what that material is, but like the brick, it was gonna be okay to like mm-hmm. step on versus the other one. It was like really slick. I don't know. Yo, what that I don't know what it was, was, but yeah, that was gnarly. But that's why we went to Amsterdam. We're going to Amsterdam because Mozzie's having a quarter life crisis, and my parents yeah. are paranoid of the world. So they believe that Monty needs a companion, and because none of Monty's friends are available, they said, who's unemployed? <laughs> and who we know is going to do the job right, a.k.a. keep our daughter safe, it has to be Eleanor. And I will say that there's a reason why they make me go with her, because that girl's <laughs> head is in the motherfucking clouds all the time. And it's like, yeah, I don't know how she would fend for herself. Like, everyone, like, bitches at me that I get lost all the time. When it comes down to it, a bitch knows how to read a map. But I one can thing, read a map too. But one thing about Monty, Monty can read a map, but she takes one one little turn, knocks us off three minutes, or knocks three minutes onto <laughs> our little track. She acts like it's the end of the world and that someone's going to come and smack her upside the head because she got us lost. And I looked at her and I was like, who else is on this trip? <laughs> our parents are not on this trip. I know the trauma's coming back, baby, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe 
on the drama. Yeah, I was like, girl, our parents are not here. No one's going to crucify you because you took the wrong turn. It's literally <laughs> just me. That but Monty gets so riled up. And it's like, I'm like, girl, why are we shaking? Why are we shaking? And I was like, is it because we're cold? Or like, but yeah, Monty's gnarly about that. But um, that's why we went to Amsterdam. And it's an exciting time. I owe it all to Monty and her Korea life crisis <laughs> for letting us go somewhere. Because never in my life did I think we would go there. <laughs> And it was funny because my mom was like, oh my god, maybe one day we can go as a family again this year. She wants to go as a family in the spring to the tulip. But after I told her how everything was, she was like, yeah, I don't want to go anymore. And I was like, okay, fair. <laughs> it's fair. Honestly, after you hear all of this, and you'll probably be like, I would still want to go. But our mother is a very particular lady. The only mm-hmm. place she could ever be in that is not the United States is Mexico. It's the only place that she would actually really enjoy. Asia, she won't like. Europe, she won't like. She would only like Mexico. Or maybe other countries in uh, America. Yeah. Probably. It's just the food. That's her main It's thing. the food. It's the food she's really bad at. And like, the, the culture. It's also know. the culture. My mom is very particular about how things should be. And she's not very open to things. Um, but we'll get into that when we go into the Philippines episode. Because <laughs> I'm going to make Motsi come back oh, for gosh. the Philippines episode. Because we also went to the Philippines. Anyways, this episode for Amsterdam, since we did a lot of things since we were there for a week, we're going to break it up into categories. Our first category is food. Um, I just want to preference, 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 wait, Monty, you know the word, help me out. Preface? No, preface, preface, is that what you said I want to say before? I think, I think Because I want to preface, I want to, I know it, I know it, y'all. See, this is what gets me. Preface, introduction yeah, to the book. Yeah, I just want to, pre- not preference, I, I, started, I, I started getting it. Preface. No, preface, it's preface. <laughs> oh my god, America, as you can see, there were the English classes I should have been in as a child. <laughs> and Monty read, I did not read, so every time my parents would talk, that's literally all I got, so my English is little, 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 boom, it's a little bad. Um, but Monty's here to help me, preface, that's how it is. Or is it preface? I'm going to say preface, because now we're moving on, y'all. <laughs> this is why Monty needs me, because I need to tell her to stop. stop. <laughs> because she'll just go down a fucking wormhole about a word that I mispronounced that I don't care about anymore, so let's just move on. Yes. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Literally, someone could listen to this and be like, you know what? I know exactly what's wrong with them, because I just feel like you can hear it in our voices. <laughs> But yeah, here we go, America. Preface. I just want to preface the food part with I'm a I'm a picky eater. I yes, already know I am. I am. I'm picky because I care a lot about texture and the way things look. I don't and you might be like, what do you mean by that? <sighs> so I don't really like eating meat that shows you any sign that it was actually alive at some point. So I don't like anything that's like bloody or has bones. Or anything like that. And you might be thinking, Eleanor, then why don't you just not eat meat? I still like the taste, y'all. So, it's just like the way it looks. It makes me feel sick. So, I'm very particular about things are, like, the way they look and the way they taste. Like, texture and stuff. But one thing about me is, no matter what country I go to, I'm American at heart. (laughs) (laughs) I'm American at heart. I'm all American. Eleanor fucking Palabrica. And I want a burger everywhere I go. <laughs> it started when we went to England. And I don't know why that whole trip, I just wanted a burger. 
the whole time, and I was disappointed three times, and there was it <laughs> should have stopped at the first one. I, I couldn't. Everyone told me, Ellen, we're not in the U.S. They don't know how to make it. They're not going to make it the way you want, but I still wanted to believe in the British people, and they fucking betrayed me like they betrayed everybody else. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm notorious for that. So I just want to preface that I'm Eleanor is just so American, and sometimes I just crave a good old burger. Leave me alone. <laughs> so on our first day, um, we researched. We researched some places. Yeah, to we found eat. some good spots on TikTok. Um, we mostly use TikTok and Yelp to find spots people like. And Eleanor found this one smash burger spot that looked promising. It so did. After a long day of museums, we walked over to the spot. It was bumping. There were so many people inside, and there was like no seating. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, Eleanor found a little spot for us to scoot into um, and wait for our burgers. It was right next to the counter, which was convenient. Uh, but yeah, you can talk. I enjoyed the burger, to be honest. Um, <laughs> she's over here complaining, looking at me like, what is this? And I'm just like, nom, 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 nom. Because I like the sauce. Her main complaint, well, you can talk about what you okay. think about it. So, like Monty said, like, we went on TikTok and, like, Yelp. And people might be like, on TikTok, that is just a tourist. Okay, motherfucker, I'm a tourist, too. <laughs> like, no shit, I'm going to see what other people are saying. Because, like, what if there are other people from the U.S. that are like, oh, I like this burger. It was good. It was a good smash burger because I got obsessed with smash burgers after we went to Coachella. <laughs> like, oh, they were so good there. Literally, so delicious. But, um, so I'm obsessed with them. And, th- again, like Monty said, this one was super promising. And, like, people in Amsterdam liked it. Like, people from out there and people who are tourists, too, liked it as well. So I was like, okay, work. We go there, like Monty said, bumping. We order. I sit down. And I'm looking at them prepare the burgers, and I realize they fucking slather the burger with the sauce like it's no tomorrow. Like, they're trying to hide something. (laughs) And I'm like, what are we hiding underneath that thing? And they, like, they put so much, and I don't feel like, I don't know if this is just a thing that some places that we've been to, I feel like they don't toast their bread enough, or at all, even. So, like, they put the bun on the grill for, like, two seconds, removed it, and popped it on top of the, like, the sauce. So it's just like a saucy burger. Like, you got tomatoes in there? Maybe. I don't know. It's lost in the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your burger? I don't know. It's lost in the sauce. Did it even come with cheese? I don't know. Because all you got is sauce. <laughs> so I'm like, did I, like, did I order a sauce burger? No. I ordered a smash burger. What the fuck did I get? It was this weird sauce. And it wasn't even like a regular burger sauce that you would get here, which is like Long Island sauce, which is like the ketchup, the mustard, the mayo, and like relish mm. or whatever put into it. Um... So it's not even like that. It was like kind of sweet. I don't know how to describe it. I don't even it. know how to describe I don't know what they... I, I feel, feel like they put... It was sweet. Mm-hmm. Would you think they put like a sugar or like a honey in it? Maybe. It wouldn't even, even taste like honey though. I don't know. Gotta look at the menu again. But it was really sweet. Um, yeah, we ordered two smash burgers and they had like... They didn't have fries. They had these like smashed top like little... Yeah thing going on. Those were yummy. Those were yummy. Um, like but they, again, I will say they oversauced that shit they just, yeah, they, they just love like, that they sauce. love their fucking sauce. <laughs> like, oh my god. But this sauce was like mayo. And like, I can get down with mayo and fries. But like, brother, when I can't see the potatoes anymore, you've done enough. <laughs> <laughs> you've done enough. But um, that was the spot. And when we left it, I was like, what the fuck did I just eat? Because it was like our first real meal being in Amsterdam. And I was like, I need to stop. So I stopped trying to look for American food. That's a oh, lie. I it's a lie, it's a lie, it's a lie. But Monty tried their traditional food. I don't know what you got. It was... Oh, man, I don't remember. It was, like, mashed potatoes with carrots, and it had, like, four little, like, meat patty things with sauce. 
I enjoyed it. I uh, I was also kind of sick, so I couldn't really taste it, but the texture was uh, yummy. <laughs> I don't yeah, we'll get into it, because Matsu got deathly sick on this yeah. trip, but we'll get into that, because that's one of the segments. <laughs> but, um, like, the food, what else did we get? We went to an amusement park as well, which we'll get into in, like, the next part, Um, and we had these, like, mini pancakes. What did they call them? Um, There's a lot of Dutch words that we, I was not, I would not even, tr- like, me trying would not even do it justice, that I'm just, not even a try. Yeah, mini pancakes are traditional to uh, the Netherlands. Yeah, they're just mini pancakes, imagine, and you could put Nutella on them and, like, a powdered sugar, and it comes with, like, strawberries or bananas, or you can put... What else did yours have? <laughs> that's, how you put it, that's the word. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm not even going to try. It starts with a P. Oh, for... <laughs> no, no, don't even try. Um, But they're just fluffy pancakes. I have... Mine just had, like, vanilla, I think. I didn't get anything special. I had, like, special. I had bananas and, like... I think it was the bananas and, uh... Cream. Oh. I didn't get any Nutella or chocolate on mine. Oh, oh it was white chocolate. I lied. I lied. It was a big banana and white chocolate. Yeah. Those schmacked. Those were delicious. And, like, I got that for lunch one day because, again. Yeah, she ate dessert for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> because, you guys, if you hear, like, honestly, we had a food segment just to highlight the fact that that whole week, I'm pretty sure I got skinnier because I did not eat, you guys. She like, kept ordering things. And not liking, like, we went to this one spot, we went to the, uh, to the windmills, and it was, like, it was great, like, people on Leo really liked it. Um, it was empty when we went in, because it was, like, odd time. It was lunchtime. Yeah. I got a steak, which was super yummy, and Eleanor got a BLT, which, how could you do that wrong? But they just did. You can describe your (laughs) (laughs) Because, you guys, I'm a loss for words. (laughs) Because imagine Monty, like, her plate comes out, and that looks like a good-ass steak. I'm like, yo, that looks good. Like, I'm so excited for you. And I get a BLT thing, and I'm like, I'm just gonna eat, like, a super simple meal. This shit comes out, and I look at the fucking BLT, and that thing's big. They didn't, they were not stingy with their portion sizes. I wish they fucking were, because of how much I didn't eat of it. Um, the bacon? Is it bacon slices? No, they were bacon bits. Like, someone straight out the bag, and they piled it on top of the, on the, the bread. And, um, the bread, of course, not toasted. So the mail that was on there made the bread so fucking soggy and it just like had no structural like integrity. <laughs> so it was just flopping and being sogging sogging soggy <laughs> everywhere. And it got to the point where I was like, Monty, I'm done. I'm going to the bathroom. And what did that lady say to you? She because I was done, like I ate everything on my plate and Eleanor barely ate like half of the sandwich. And we she tried to move it tried, around yeah. to look like I ate it. And she looked at me and she's like, Is she also done? And I said, Yep. And she just took the plate, no questions asked. Um she she did ask if she li- if you liked it, and I said yes. Because what are you gonna be like, No, she hated it. Um, like why the fuck did you put bacon bits? No, I told her that you liked it and then she took it away. No, that's the right thing to do. That's the right thing to do. Um, but yeah, like, so I kept losing. We went to this one brunch place, though, that I really enjoyed my Eggs oh, Benedict. Yes. that was Um, it. I wish they used a different toast, because I was like, the toast they use is just so hard to cut. Um, I don't know if they wanted me to just manhandle the thing, just like, <laughs> ah, like, eat it like that. But, like, my Eggs Benedict, I'm a girl, I'm a fancy lady, I'm gonna mm. use a fork and knife. So I was just like, I don't like this. Plus, the waiters in there were fine as hell. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, you guys are not lying! The Europeans look different. The people here in the U.S. are like, yeah, I'm a little Norwegian. I'm a little German, motherfucker. No, you're not. Those people are. Those people are because they look, they look the part. <laughs> They're just so handsome. They were so handsome. I know. I was like taking pictures of Monty and be like, trying to see that person. Yeah, because I was secretly trying to see what the other person looked like because I couldn't get a good, I didn't have a good eye view of them. But then I got it. 
and I was like, I gotta show Sonya. <laughs> I showed Sonya. But, um, yeah, that was, like, another food experience. Oh, my God. Which were you I keep having right bad now? ones. Like, you guys, I had to keep, I had <laughs> one meal. I thought it was gonna be super delicious, again, with the bacon. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, bacon, toast, ricotta cheese, oh, arugula, <laughs> and, like, lemon. I got a savory crepe at that place, which I enjoyed. But <laughs> Eleanor hated her food again. I just to know every single day was a fucking battle. I was eating <laughs> shit left and right, man. I like, it was so bad. And and this this is like I'm not blaming anybody because this might be normal to them. Like this might be how they make things and they're accustomed to it. I'm not. And I'm not accustomed to some of their flavors or lack of. Like so <laughs> I I just don't like it. And like again with the textures, it's a lot of the things with the textures, I'm like, why is it like this? Like the bacon bits made everything like salty and then the bread not being toasted is soggy as shit. And I'm just eating I'm just struggling it's to salty, eat this. Soggy. Yeah, it's salty, it's soggy, I'm upset. And I got this new spot, the ricotta cheese they put on the bread, of course, not fucking toasted. <laughs> so the bread is soggy as shit because the ricotta cheese they put up they put a big dollop of that shit. At least it wasn't stingy with that. But, oh my god, so now because the bread is not toasted, the ricotta cheese is making it soggy, then you put arugula, and arugula can get really soggy really fast. So the ricotta cheese is making the arugula soggy, <laughs> and then, then you got the bacon, that the one piece of bacon they gave me. And then you just like to have this sandwich, and you're just like, I taste nothing. There's no flavor in any of this. And it's just a whole soggy pile. A bunch of goo. It's just a bunch of goo, and of course I starved again because I did not finish it. I either. didn't finish it. I couldn't do it. And um, you had a really good crepe, and this is my last. As yeah. you can see, I just love to hear myself talk because because <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one who fucking lost every single time we ate. Yeah, I enjoyed all the food. <laughs> the only good things I ate they they don't play about their fries, you guys. Oh, you did get a lot of those fries. I did get a lot of fries because. She just ate dessert and fries. I did. I'm not going to lie to you, and I ate drink juice. <laughs> what was that place we went to? There's this grocery store that I would oh, go to. Every... You... No. <laughs> what was it? What was it called? It started with an H. No, but Monty's going to look it up, because I love that place. Um, when Monty got sick, and even before then, because we can only drink uh, bottled water, because we don't know where the fuck we're supposed to get water from the tap, even no. though there was, like, public uh, water spouts. But again, I don't know. I don't know if we should trust them. But I did see someone drinking Albert Hedgen. Oh, Albert Hedgen. <laughs> it's literally the groceries. That's one word I'm going to say. Albert Hedgen. I think so. <laughs> we used to go there all the time, and that's where I got the uh, the juice. Mm-hmm. It was this strawberry and orange juice that was so fucking good, and I just lived off of that. That was my breakfast, lunch, and dinner, baby. <laughs> I kept that in my bag. And I ate fries. I ate fries a lot. I ate fries those mini pancakes. Mayo. I ate the mini pancakes. Um... That's bad, and I drink a lot of hot chocolate. Yeah, hot the hot chocolate is really good. Yeah, like it was really good. Um, but one spot did not taste good, and I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck is this? What are you guys calling this hot chocolate? This is ass." But <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> also, like the um, what did we have? Oh, when we went to the amusement park, the shawarma wrap. What was that? Was that or what falafel. it is? I think it was falafel. I don't know, but we had something at the amusement park, and it was really good, and I was like. Yeah, the guy, I only ordered one, but I think because he saw my sister with me, he put down two. So he gave me two of them. Like, Eleanor, I'm so sorry, but Eleanor really enjoyed it. So I did. It wasn't bad. Yeah. But I also got fries. Just <laughs> because I fucking love fries. But yeah, I got skinny on that trip. But my last story about food is the one that killed me the most. <laughs> <laughs> because imagine this is the same day I had that awful ricotta fucking sandwich, bacon, whatever the fuck they wanted to call it. I was so upset. 
And I was just, like, so down in the dumps. I was just telling Monty, I was like, man, I'm just starving this whole trip. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what can I get that is going to make me feel good again, make me feel rejuvenated, just make me feel like money, like I'm levitating off the ground? And the first full day we had there, we went to the museums. Mm-hmm. And on the last day, we also ended with the museum. And there's these two hot dog carts. And you can <laughs> see a bunch of people, a bunch of tourists, a bunch of regular people eating hot dogs. And I'm like, you know what, Montserrat? This is the day. I'm sorry, America. I said I'm not going to eat any more American food, but fuck, I need a hot dog. Because you guys, I felt insane. Like, imagine I'm so skinny. I'm so small. Like, <laughs> I was so fragile. I almost slipped away from Monty's grip because I got so small this trip. That um, I was like, I just want a hot dog. So we go to the first stand, and then I read, it's a chicken hot dog. And I'm like, who the fuck has the audacity to sell this out here? <laughs> no, honestly. People like that. Well, their cart was empty. It was the other cart that had all the business. Yeah. So I was like, you're crazy for selling a chicken hot dog. We're out of here. So then <laughs> I see the other cart, and it's like, I don't even know how to describe the feeling I had when I saw it. <laughs> Just imagine a cart draped in the American, American flag. flag. <laughs> and this is number one America hot, hot dog. dog. <laughs> number one, 100% American all American hot, hot dog. dog. And I said, Monsi, that is what I need. That is the place that's going to save me today. And I get up there. The guy is listening to good music. He's singing along. There's The line is kind of bumping. I was like, oh, my God, this is the spot. Mm-hmm. And there's two choices. One of them is just like all-American hot dog, and the other one is like a bigger one. So it's like big all-American whatever hot dog. And I'm like, you know what? Give me the big one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, party hardy. He gives it to me, and I get ready to sit down. And we sit down. I take a bite into it, and I'm like, <laughs> Montserrat. Montserrat. <laughs> Montserrat. Can you take a bite of this? And Montserrat's like, no, I'm not hungry. I'm like, Montserrat. <laughs> I don't want to say what I think this is, but I think those motherfuckers got me. <laughs> and I show her the hot dog, and she starts laughing. And I look at her, and the motherfucker sold me a chicken hot dog. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I was fooled by the marketing. The marketing got me, you guys. Just because it said it was all American, I assume, and it was an all be frank. <laughs> That shit was a fucking chicken hot dog. <laughs> and I'm going to post these pictures because Monty took pictures of me. Because like, I made her take a picture of me in front of the cart with my hot dog because I was She's so, so happy. Excited. And then I took a bite into it. <laughs> then I realized it was a chicken hot dog. And I told Monty, I can't eat this anymore. Because the taste, again, with like the textures, like the taste was not there. I don't like it. The texture, the film on it was so tough. Mm-hmm. I even made, like Monty tried it and she agreed, wasn't it? It was pretty tough. I, was, I really had to use my teeth. Yeah, like, I have never, like, and I'll be frank when it do that to me. And I just kept thinking, I was like, sir, why would you say this was 100% all-American? Like, what's American about this? This it's fucking hot chicken dog. hot dog? What about, what about America screams a chicken hot dog? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. You want to all be frank. And you might be, like, thinking, Eleanor, why are you so passionate about this? <laughs> well, I'm passionate about this because we actually have a hot dog joint near us in Berkeley that I frequent often. <laughs> so That's why I forgot the name of top it. Top Dog. Oh, yeah, Top Dog. So I really go there and I get myself a hot link, like two of them, and I get my little self a Polish dog. So you guys can't sue me because I really, I'm, I'm with the culture. I'm with the hot dog culture. <laughs> I'm really in there to win it. So don't even play me with that shit. So I'm going to be passionate. So I was disappointed. To say the least, I wasted so much money on there, and I kept looking around at everybody, and I was like, no one here is American. It's fucking true. <laughs> no one here is American, because everyone's smiling eating this fucking hot dog. <laughs> anyway. 
But yeah, we didn't really we didn't funny. find a lot of Americans. We if found one honest. American dude at the Smash Burger joint. Yeah, he was annoying. He asked if they had ketchup, but they said no. <laughs> and they looked at him crazy. They're like, no. And he was like, ketchup. he was like, what? He was like, is this supposed to be a tater tot about the like the potatoes? Smash. And she was like, no, it's a smash like a smash potato. And he's like, it's a tater tot. She's like. It's a smashed potato, so imagine a small potato and we smash it. And he's like, is it a tater tot? And I'm like, this motherfucker. And I was like, you're giving us a bad name. Keep it pushing. You already asked two stupid questions. Like, fuck off. But that is what it is, what it is. So that's basically the food journey. And you're like, Eleanor, you've been talking this whole time. Fucking mind your business. Remember who owns the show. Anyways, we'll go down to places now. And Monty will have more autonomy. In this section, because she is the person that decided Chose to all the yeah, places. she decided to go to these places. You can go in chronological order of like how we spent the week, or you can jump around to like the best bits because there are parts that like I feel like we can just glaze over. Yeah, I mean Amsterdam is mostly known for like their museums, the canal, the red light district, the windmills, and clocks. So I visited, we hit all those spots. And the first day we went to two museums, we went to... I told Eleanor we didn't have to go here, because one of the videos I watched of a vlogger said that this place was, like, not worth the money. I should have listened. Because it was overrated, and it's mostly for, like, people who like pictures. But Eleanor's like, let's give it a whirl. I don't remember what that museum was called anymore. It's the Mocha Museum. It's the Museum of Contemporary Art. And mind you, me and Monty did have a Google Doc about, like, our trip. Mm-hmm. And I even wrote down, I know people keep saying this is, like, for the pictures and whatever, what have you. But I'm like, every museum can be seen like that, especially with contemporary art. So I was like, oh, maybe people are just saying that. It's like, whatever, like, let's see for ourselves. Because they had, like, Banksy, and I was like, that'd be interesting to see it, because we were interested in him when we were in middle school. Or, like, I wanted to see, they had, like, one piece with Virgil Abloh, and I was like, I'm never going to be able to see his stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me just go see what we can see now. Um, Big fucking mistake. <laughs> and it was funny because Monty asked me, because we were going to two museums that day. It was the Mocha one and, like, a more historical museum. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what was it? It started with an R. It's a really long name. It's a really long name. I'm not even... It's, like, it's like Ridge, Ridge museum. museum. Something like that. But I it's in the same plaza. We're not even going to try to pronounce it. I'm sorry to the people. I'm sorry. I just don't want to butcher the name. It really does look like it's spelled like that. Ridge... Yeah, it's like Richka's Museum. Sorry, I'm not going to try it again. I, keep, like, <laughs> I look at Monty and Monty keeps gasping because we both can't get it. But we went to the, um, she asked me, she's like, which one do you want to go to first? And I was like, let's go to the Mocha one because if I'm disappointed with that, I want to like leave on a high note, which is like the actual museum is probably going to be better. We get in and I knew immediately, I was like, okay, first of all, there's no docents. Like there's no one walking around to protect the art. So of course, everyone is disrespecting everything mm-hmm. in every single room. And mind you, people, like, don't have any personal, like, they don't understand, like, get the fuck away from me. Why are you shoving your arm with your camera in my face while I'm looking at this piece? Um, I was just, I was really mad, like, the whole time, because <laughs> people were kept fucking testing me. I don't know, like, someone was on Facebook Live at one point, and I was like, who's that? <laughs> and then I kept thinking, like, who's tuning in right now? Who's tuning in? Because I should have just tuned in. I should have never paid for that goddamn ticket. <laughs> But um, I also told Monty this after, because I feel like when we got in there, Monty was like, oh, whatever. Was that kind of how you were? Yeah, I wasn't really passionate about anything. I mean, I was annoyed. There's too many people, and it was also very tiny, so you couldn't really navigate around. It was like a house. It was, it was, yeah, it was a house. It was a rickety little old house uh, that they just decided to make a museum inside of. There weren't that many uh, pieces, to be honest. No. They said there were going to be things by, like, uh, Basquiat, but there was not any. Basquiat. Basquiat. Anyway. <laughs> Basquiat. <laughs> Basquiat. 
So oh like, my god! Ah, ah. No, I'm not making I'm, fun of you. It's because you repeated yourself that made me laugh. But yeah, you're not stupid. You're fine. It's not stupid. Anyway, they had one Keith Haring poster, um, not poster, like piece, and no Bastia. And I remember people asking, like, because when you go on the website, it like says there's gonna be Keith Haring, Banksy, and Bastia. There's no Bastia, and there's one Keith Haring picture. No, and. I remember people asking that they're like, "Oh, like that—that's for like later in the season." I'm like, "Why are they? Why would you market, like, market it right it now? As if yeah. it's now?" Honestly, they got me there too because I thought I was gonna be able to see one. Cause when was the last time I saw anything from him? It was probably when I was like a freshman in high school when I went to the museum and SF. But um, when we went in there, it was just like a whole snore. We saw what we like. I wanted to see, but another thing that I felt was like so lazy. Was you know how like everyone has like a plaque beside the art piece and it says like the name of the art piece, the year it was made, or like what it, the materials was made of, and it gives a description of like the meaning alongside what like what was going on in the world during that time. And I felt like whoever wrote those plaques was like the laziest <laughs> fucking person to ever exist. Like the best example I have is like there was this um, Banksy um, painting of like someone in riot gear, and they had like a smiley face painted on top of like on their face. And this was like, this person is in riot gear. They are a soldier. Uh, people feel soldiers because they feel like they don't care about people. They are wearing a smiley face because they don't care about people. And that was like it. That was it. <laughs> and I was like, who the fuck wrote this shit? Because whoever wrote this shit does not care about their job. Or care about whatever they're displaying here. Because it was like, I don't know, it was so uh, Captain Obvious and so like matter of fact. Like, this mm-hmm. is what it is. This is what it is. That's it. And that's it. And I'm like... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to sound like pretentious, like, oh, what the fuck? But it's like, I've been to other places, and I'm like, no one has ever done me like this. No one has ever done me like this. And you call yourself a museum? Like, ugh. Yeah, we didn't spend too much time in there. It got. It was a fucking joke. So, yeah. The downstairs was the worst part. Like, that's where all the, like, Instagrammable pieces were, but they weren't, like, well-kept, but they were kind of dingy and dirty from, like... It looked like an adult playpen. Yeah, it did look like an adult playpen. Um, yeah. So we didn't spend much time there. We literally left within an hour. So we had to, like... The outside was fun, though. Yeah, that's outside was <laughs> There was this little, uh, like, a statue of a horse. Rocking horse. Rocking horse. And it said you could go up there at your own risk, at a little wrist statue went on there. Yeah, and um, I thought everyone was going to have a hard time getting up on there. No. <laughs> everyone was fine getting up there. It was just me, and I blame the fact that I'm 5'3". Everyone there is like a horse. They're tall as shit. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, not my, my bad. My bad, y'all. But yeah, that museum was a joke. And then we went to the other museum, and that museum was beautiful. I cried. Me and Monty talked a lot about the art, because damn, oh damn, people back in the day, mm-hmm. they was really painting, y'all. <laughs> they was really painting. They had nothing better to do, so they were painting. But, um, sculpting. The sculpture. All oh, the sculptures were so beautiful. I think one thing I really appreciated from that museum was like, since it was, like, telling, like, historical events, it did not try to hide from, like, history. Because, again, a lot of the, like, everywhere in Europe, it, they had slaves. So, a lot of the art depicted that. And they weren't, like, shy and saying, like, because I remember when we went to, where did we go in Washington, D.C.? George Washington's house. Yeah, George Washington, the first place that where, the like, the president lived before the White House was built. Mm-hmm. We went there, and oh my god, how they did not want to, like, talk about slavery at all. They were like, mm-hmm. you know, like, 12 of them lived in this small little room, but they sang songs, and you're like, they shouldn't have lived in this small little room. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand. But they're like, yeah, but they sang songs. So it's like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? So, like, at least they were, like, very, like, this is what was happening. These people were horrible, like, on the plaque. How the plaque should be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. 
what do you take from that museum? I enjoyed it a lot. Um, my favorite part was the porcelain uh, exhibit because they were so detailed and so uh, they're so fine. Like the fine details, like all the little paintings of all the little like descriptions. I like all the floral uh, paintings. I do. All the, <laughs> all the floral work they did on the porcelain. Um, they even had like a whole I don't know how to describe it. This museum just had everything. They had ships and guns and clothes and they showed yeah, they showed like everything. everything that's that all like you the history that made <laughs> and from... how it evolved and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, like even like the paintings. That's why it's like, oh my god, that shit was just insane. And they will really tell you the history. Oh, like <laughs> there was, there's... <laughs> there was several. There's several. There was so many. There was just one. <laughs> there was this. Oh my god, there was this one painting that everyone went to go stare yeah. at because <laughs> it was like this old man. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. And there's several of these. There's like certain paintings in certain rooms that everyone will flock at, over. Yeah. And like they'll read the plaque and be like, <gasps> and then just like leave immediately. Like not even take a picture of the piece and just like leave and dip. So like I went over and it, cause it was like intriguing too, cause I was like, what's going on here? So it was just like this old man being nursed by this woman. And it looks like a jail cell. And I'm like, oh my God, what's happening? Like why is he in jail? And why does he have to be nursed? By the tip, by this woman, yeah. and then you go read it, and <laughs> it's about this man who was thrown in jail and basically being starved. So his daughter used to go visit him and be like, "Yes, here, drink milk from my tip." And I'm just like, "What the fuck?" It was crazy, you guys. And there was another one. The other one was more gnarly. But do you remember this one? The daughter. The one. daughters. Oh my god, you guys. So another one. And then you see these three naked ladies and this man that looks drunk as fuck. And then you read the plaque. I wish you wrote down the pieces. I, just, I, don't, I wish I wrote it down too. But I feel like if I describe it, maybe we can find it again. So it's these three ladies and this man that looks drunk as shit. And they're all like laughing or whatever. And the three ladies are booty ass naked. And on the plaque it says this man or something happened. And um... A lot of people died, and like they they saved their dad, or their dad is like the only person who's alive. So those three girls that are booty ass naked in the image are this guy's daughters, and they were worried about their family line ending. So they're like, we have to seduce our dad to fuck, so our bloodline doesn't end. And I was like, what the fuck is going on, you guys? What is going on? Like that shit was crazy to me. And there was another one with the kimono. The kimono. That yeah. one, that one got me good, you guys. This one I actually wrote the name down, so I'll probably share it. Sorry, I'm talking a lot again, but I was literally this shit was crazy. <laughs> you want to describe the kimono one, or you want me to? You can describe it. <laughs> no, I, we, we literally went to the gift shop because we tried to separate for a little bit. We came to the gift shop, and I was like, "Did you see that one painting, the kimono?" And I was like, "I did see that." And then they had a. Uh, that painting as a magnet. Yeah. So I'm like, people like this painting if they're gonna make it a magnet for people yeah. to take home with them. But literally, a little girl. She looks like eleven. She's twelve. 12. She's twelve. Yeah. She's 12. I read the. I read the plaque. You come and she's like lying down, wearing kimono. There's nothing underneath the kimono. It's kind of like not even on her all the way. It's kind of like it's like a robe. Yeah. It's like she's wearing it like a robe. It's like falling off her shoulder. And I was like, like, what is this? Because she's not Asian. So I read the description, and you can. I you probably remember it more than Yeah, that. so basically the artist who painted this, he was notorious for like putting like young girls in like kimonos and just women in kimonos because he was a he was infatuated with like Japanese like you know, Japanese art or whatever. 
And then in parentheses, they said, yes, during this time, a lot of uh, men and a lot of people in the art community uh, sexualize um, Asian women and Asian culture. And I was like, uh. and this is why I always think when people are like, no one does that, motherfucker. Look, it's right there in the museum. Like, everyone has done this. They, like, uh, they sexualize, like, such, like, it was supposed to be such, like, historic and cultural significant, like, objects, like the kimono, and you, oh, I don't even know, but that man, he had books of these things, like, books of images, books of photography, like, photos of, like, young people in kimonos, and it's just like, what? What is going on? Anything. But, yeah. I think she was even, like, a servant. She was, she was, like, a maid. Yeah, maid to this dude that. No, she was just, like, a random maid, and he saw her and was like, oh, she's pretty, so, like, yo, this is the time you're gonna come, and I'm gonna paint you. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> and mind you, y'all, like, one thing about people, they love getting their pictures in. They just love taking pictures and walking away. So I'm like, are you just taking a picture of this because you think it's nice and walking away and not reading the black? Mm-hmm. Because if you read this black, I don't think you want to take a picture of this. But yeah, I don't know. That shit was gnarly, and that was that museum. It was beautiful, though. I loved reading the history, and I love how they were not shy with it. Because mm-hmm. a lot of places are here in the U.S. Cough, cough. Hello, America. Yeah, I can't get over that one for kids. I really can't. And it was like it was just like me and it was felt like an ep- like it was so. What do you what would you call that? It was like an episode of Atlanta. It felt like it, like everyone was not in on it. Like everyone was in on it, and we were just like really lost and confused in that house. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know. We went there. It was weird. Our aunt got discount, so she's like, "You guys want to see George Washington's house?" We're like, "Uh, sure." sure. And then my whole time, I don't think my dad cared about the history at all. He was just knocking on everything to figure out what kind of wood it was. And I was like, <laughs> "Fuck, stop!" Everyone's staring. Oh my god. Okay, but anyways, what other museums did we go to? We went to the best museum. I think was the Van Gogh Museum. That was on our last day in Amsterdam. Uh, mm-hmm. If you go there, you should hit up the Van Gogh Museum. It's worth it. Also, and the Anne Frank House. That was awesome. very emotional. People don't listen. People do not listen. They really tell you: do not take pictures, do not be on your phone, do not videotape. Videotape. People are still taking pictures, videotaping, and talking also loudly. They say to be quiet so that you can like just observe, observe, and like be in that house where terrible are. Yeah. Oh yeah. People are not listening, which is annoying as hell, but it's a really informative tour. Yeah. But a little part of me, shout out to my teachers. I already knew all that stuff. Yeah, like, um, shout out to my K through 12. Not even K through 12. They they got us fucked up when we were in elementary school. Yeah, I was um, say, just say se- six, six through, through <laughs> six through twelve. Not even six, seven through twelve. Um, education, because I already knew all that stuff. And I thought it was like surprising that a lot of people in there didn't know anything. And I was like, wow. People are stupid. Um, um, but the Van Gogh Museum really changed my life. Yeah, changed my know. life. His, like, his relationship with his brother. Me neither. All yeah. I knew is he's sad. And yeah, I feel yeah. like you could tell that he was sad. I don't know if you could tell, but I feel like throughout his art, you can really tell that man was miserable. I don't know. The only light I really saw is what he like, painted. Um, I think for his nephew. Like, nephew, yeah. yeah that was, I didn't know that painting was for his nephew. I, I didn't know it either. everywhere. Yeah, um, it's a, it looks the cherry, the cherry blossom one. It's a cherry blossom one. It has like a blue background, and it was made for his brother's son because he was named after him, and he was so happy about it that he painted that. And I was like, that's so beautiful. And all the sunflowers, like he really just painted not even a lot. I thought he painted a bunch of sunflowers. I think he had like other oh, almond, almond blossom. That was not. They're not cherry blossom. Oh, okay, word. See, this is why I need Monty, you guys. Like, you don't understand, like, Monty just, like, answers every question that pops into my brain, and I don't have to do it myself. She just does it, because she's a curious <laughs> George as well. 
Um, but it was just like really beautiful. I cried the whole time there because I'm not comparing myself to Van Gogh, <laughs> but I still <laughs> you want to compare yourself? <laughs> I-, I am comparing myself because me and Mr. Van Gogh are very similar. And our relationships with our siblings are so similar. Because I try to, I want people to understand, like, what kind of relationship would I have with Monsi. But I don't think I can describe it perfectly. Because everyone who has a sibling is going to be like, oh, my sibling's my best friend, maybe. Unless you hate your sibling. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I brought it up. Um, but, like, her and I are very close. And we're, like, two peas in a pod. Like, I literally go crazy if she's not by my side. <laughs> it's at, like, she needs to be medicated, put down, sedated, something. <laughs> That's what happened to me in Utah. That girl left to go watch a movie. I went crazy. <laughs> I went crazy. She just brought you with me. Yeah, you should have been. I went crazy in that room. My parents were like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, ah! I had to leave and go to the mall because I went so crazy. Anyway, sorry, Danji. I'm a yapper. Um... <laughs> Basically, you go to the Van Gogh Museum and you read more about his life and you learn that his brother was like an art collector and he was an artist and how his brother literally financially supported his art for like 10, 12 years. Like the whole time he financially supported him, the whole time he was an artist because of how much he believed in him. And they would always correspond in letters and how they would talk to one another. They always saw each other as friends before brothers or like they're also friends. I don't know. It was just beautiful. And when he started to like viral and get worse like chopped off his ear and gave it to that street like woman of the night mm-hmm. and she was like what the fuck and then she went to the cops and they got him they put him in like a little mental institution and then he left and then he sadly passed away killed himself his brother then passed away a year later people are saying it was from physical or mental like strain English. yeah and his wife later reburied him beside his brother and that shit killed me i was crying so much at the museum because i was like no not the dad no not the dad someone bury me next to Monty. please please <laughs> but yeah but uh i just liked the relationship so much and it was funny because there was like a pokemon event happening yeah i'm over here crying and there's a little pikachu in a van <laughs> yeah there's like a there's like a little pikachu dressed up as like van gogh and you're like what the fuck a hat. <laughs> yeah there's like a yeah pokemon pokemon go had like a partnership with the van gogh museum so they had I like pokemon um, go i think it was pokemon no i thought it was pokemon go i don't know but they it just might have been pokemon van gogh using van gogh like famous art i think yeah pokemon yeah but it was cute it was a moment it was getting crowded and again with my whole quarrel with people if you're one of those people that just take a bunch of photos and don't even like stare at the art with your own two eyes in real life what do you do with those photos because i saw so many people just like take a picture of every single picture in the room and just like leave like they didn't even look at it if it wasn't through their phone and i was like what are we doing with that i genuinely want to know but each their own america each their own um, we're getting to my favorite part of the, um... No! <laughs> the we're part. getting to my favorite part of the episode, and it's the part of when we talk about our fights. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> Monty and I don't really argue or fight. Um, if we do fight, it's really it's like just... bickering. It's bicker. We bicker a lot. Because one thing Monty isn't is patient. And one thing <laughs> I need is patience. And one thing I have that is really bad and is terrible is I literally meet every situation with anger. You I really get do. <laughs> with anger. And I get angry. Very easily. Very easily. It's not fun. It's not good. It doesn't make anyone feel good. So, but one thing about me is I will audibly narrate how I'm feeling. <laughs> and I will probably audibly narrate how Monty is feeling. So we can, 
that so she can understand that even though although my voice is insane right now i hear you and i'm listening i just try to get my body to keep up with my brain because my brain is like calm down but my body's like motherfucker and i'll start screaming so that is that's what i'm just letting you know and I'm also going to say, we started this week off with months, me being nervous as fuck, because I'm always nervous when we go to a predominantly white place, because, I don't know, they're just, they love me, man. They love to stare, and they love to just be curious Georges of me. So I get really scared when we go to these places, because I don't think people will like us, or people will be mean to us, because I'm just so loud, and I try my best. Just know I'm not obnoxious. I don't, I don't think I am. I don't know. No, you're not. I'm not. Sorry, Beyonce. No, it's okay, America. You, you got to yawn, you got to yawn. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think I'm just too loud, so I get really insecure and scared. And Monsi always tells me, you're fine, but people's eyes say other. So maybe <laughs> I'm just used to people staring here in America. I don't know. We're just mean. People are not nice. But anyways, um, she was like, don't worry. Like, we're going to a new country. It's okay if we don't know everything. And she's like, don't be afraid to ask questions and don't be afraid it'll be wrong. And I'm like, oh my god, this is such a wise thing for Monty to say. And it's so crazy because I'm usually the person to tell Monty these things because she gets so riled up. Mm-hmm. But now she's comforting me because I get so scared and nervous that people are going to hate us. Or hate me, specifically, <laughs> because I'm so paranoid. <laughs> I hate being perceived. Yet I have this podcast. <laughs> um, so, basically, we've been walking this entire time in Amsterdam. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty walkable. Everything was flat. So we didn't see the point in, like, Ubering places or taking the little tram. We just walked. Yeah, we walked everywhere, so we didn't take the tram. But they got to the point where... If it was raining, we would take yeah. the tram. Because it's really miserable walking in the rain. I didn't. I think it's miserable walking in the rain. Monty was one of those people that was like, oh, I'm so cold, I'm so cold. Yes, it was 30 degrees. Yes, it was snowing. <laughs> um, yes, it was hailing. Um, but I was okay, and I was wearing a skirt. Fashion over... <laughs> feels because i was cold as a motherfucker but i was gonna wear that goddamn skirt i wanted to pretend i was in scam <laughs> i wanted to pretend like i was nora please uh, that show. if anyone shout out to my girls that watch scam the norwegian version that's the only one that was good anyways and if you didn't go find a google drive within it um <laughs> like the rest of us but ba- basically um i don't know where we were trying to head into because where our hostel was was kind of on the outskirts where like normal people live versus where mm. all the tourism is and like the city center mm-hmm. so we were like you know what we're not gonna walk half an hour to get to where we need to go it's probably with the canals or something um the canal tour that we went to mm-hmm. so we're like let's take the tram Mind you, the day before, we took the train to go to Efteling, which is the amusement park there in um, the Netherlands, which is fun. We took I the loved train it. before we went to Efteling. No, we didn't. Yes, we did, because no, when we you did. got mad at me at Efteling, we brought up the thing that happened at the tram. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I lied. We didn't go to Efteling. It was when we went to the windmills. When we went to the windmills and the the clogs and stuff, when we did that, um, we, had the, we rode the train. And when we rode the train, it was like I was like wondering how we could ride the train, because it would show you a barcode, but you have nowhere to scan it. So, like, you could just hop on everything and You're no right. one fucking talked to you. Like, mm-hmm. you hopped on the big train. No one stopped you. You didn't show anyone anything. So I was like, okay, word. And then when we got on the bus, like, the there, I couldn't even scan the QR code on the bus because the guy was like, all right, get on. And that was it. So I was like, okay, like, I kind of understand their public transportation. So we get on the tram. And Monty's like, everyone on the tram except for us are regular, regular people that live in, are from there. You're just trying to go to work. So everyone has, like, this ID card with their face on it and their name so i was like and they are the they tap those so i was like oh maybe they're part of like it's like their regular flipper card like what we have here um in the bay so i was like oh, okay work like love and then we're using our phones with our credit cards on it 
So I used mine, and it I th- I like there was a man before me that I thought like I thought mine went through, but it went it denied, it denied. Okay, See, I didn't know that. I did. I didn't think it was mine though because it was so delayed. I thought it was the man that was in front of me that said denied. So I was like, oh, that's not mine, but really it was mine. So he went back and he tapped his card again, and then it went green. So that's why I thought I was like, oh shit, got resolved. So that's <laughs> I was like, okay, going on in. And mind you, sometimes if you don't pay, then the person, the person to be driving the boat tell you to get the fuck off. But no one told me to get the fuck off. So I was like, okay, that wasn't my problem. Sorry if I confused you there, but it was just like, if you saw me in real life, it'd make more sense. So we get on, we sit. And I'm minding my own business, looking around, doing whatever. And then Monty starts freaking out. And she's like, how are we going to get off? And I was like, what do you mean, how are we going to get off? She's like, there's two little doors in front of the big door. And I was just like, it's probably you just shove it open. Like, I don't know what else you want me to she say. She was wrong. You did not shove it open. There, we fight. I thought that you're supposed to, like, punch your little, like, scan your little card. It's going to open. Um, that's what I was worried. But what you're supposed to do is there's a little button on the side. It has no words on it. No words to say open or press to open. It's just a little silver button that you're supposed to press. And then the doors, the little gates will open. But, okay. So you hear that. So I assume, like, oh, it's probably just for those people with the, like, they have, like, little name tag cards. It's probably for them. They got to tap their card again. This is the thing when it gets in a scruffle. So, mind you, I think everything is swell. I already paid for my fare. I'm like, whatever, what have you. Gucci Mane. I don't give a fuck. And then we get off and Monty's freaking about the goddamn two doors in front of the big door. But then you, mind you, it's already open now because everyone pushed through it. Yeah. So then we just hop off and then Monty looks at me. She's like, did you tap off? And I said, huh? And she's like, did you tap off? And I was like, what do you mean? Did I tap off? And then you could tell the rest <laughs> from your point of view. <laughs> I thought I had already told her that, like, on this kind of bus, you're supposed to tap on and tap off so it knows how far you rode the bus and therefore knows how much to charge your card. Maybe Unwin wasn't listening to me when I made this announcement. Or maybe I never made the announcement. You didn't make the announcement. I feel like I did, though. No, you didn't. I'm sorry. I feel like I did. <laughs> anyway, I asked her if she taps off. She says no. Me being the anxious girl that I am starts freaking out because I'm like, oh my god, Eleanor's card. Because usually here, if you do not tap off at the train, they will charge you for like the full like line, even if you didn't ride it from like the end, both end of the line, it will charge you the max. So I was like, fuck, it's gonna charge Eleanor the max to her card. This fucking sucks. Um, so this is all going in my head. So I'm not really being kind to Eleanor at all in this situation. I'm just being mean. And being like, how do you not tap off? How do you not know that you're supposed to tap off? Like, at home, you're supposed to tap off. Elder is like, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is when it starts. Because yeah. I, I can see her getting frustrated with me. Yeah. But I'm I'm staying cool, calm, and collected. And I think that frustrates her even more. <laughs> because I'm staying cool, calm, and collected. Because I already realized, hey, man, if they charge me, they charge me. If they lock my card, they lock my card. What am I going to do about it? It's a goddamn bus. Like, it is what it fucking is. And I kept thinking my second thought. You know what? I'm probably not the only person that's ever happened to, this happened to because I'm not that special. It's mm-hmm. 2022 or 2023. I mean, <laughs> um, it's the way I went back two years, even, even though it's only 2024. 2023, like there must have been someone in the past that has done the same thing as me. Like, there's other tourists in this motherfucker. So I was like, I'm fine. But Monty, being the anxious girl, she is, she's riled up, so she keeps going. Don't like, didn't you hear me when I told you to do this? Like, didn't you see other people doing this? Like, back at home, you tap on, tap off, and this is when I was like, don't even give me what back at home. <laughs> Because I told her, I was like, I'm sorry, Monty, like, I've never been to this country, I'm sorry I made the mistake, like, my bad. But she's getting all riled up and worried for something I'm not even worried about. <laughs> so then she goes, when she starts going back, she, <laughs> she, brings, she brings up home. She brings up home. She's like, at home we tap on, tap off. Y'all, I'm gonna, the next part I'm about to say, allegedly. We don't know if it's true, okay? We don't, there's no cameras, we don't know if it's fucking true. 
So basically, when I was in community college, I had to commute a lot. So I had a clipper card. And one thing about me is I'm always going to lose my clipper card or I'm going to have insufficient funds. And what I mean by insufficient funds, it means, you know, I tapped on. Maybe I used the bus maybe a little too too much or I went to a different stop and the charge on my card was more than I had. So I'm not allowed outside, you know, especially on BART, you have to tap on, tap in to get um, into the station, tap out to get out of the station. But where we live, there is a teller, there's someone at the booth, and there's the police. So at one time, I was so anxious, I was like, fuck, I don't have a, this is my first time this ever happened. First time, and it was not the last time, allegedly. Um, So I didn't have any fucking money on my clipper card, and I looked at everyone's location, everyone was at school, and no one could help me. So I was like, you know, I have to call my dad. And my dad being the bitch he is, he was like, I'm not coming to get you. So I was like, okay. So I have no money on this guy named Clipper Card. I have no money on me. And how am I going to get out of here? Because I, like, literally, you guys can get hit with a, such a fat fine if they see you or catch you, like, jumping the turnstile or opening the handicap gate. Like, you can, I don't want that to happen. And you know what? I didn't fucking happen. Allegedly, if the story, story was true. Allegedly, if the story was true. So... Someone came down, like a big horde of people came down. So I, well, of course, I went behind someone my age and I pushed the turnstile so I didn't have to pay. And then I realized, oh my God, I really don't have to pay sometimes if I don't have the <laughs> right funds. And one thing about me is I'm never going to have the right funds. <laughs> I'm never going to have money in my fucking pocket to pay for my goddamn clipper card. And one thing about me is I only pay for the bus 18. And that's the only bus that I pay for. In the city, if I'm in SF, I never pay for the bus. I'm sorry, those workers that <laughs> put us around the bus. Is there anyone else from the Bay who also doesn't pay for the bus when they're in the city? I never pay. I just hop on. <laughs> I don't okay. know. Yeah, multi day. <laughs> but um, yeah. So allegedly, if I was one of those people, like that's what I do. So when she said, "Back at home, we always tap on, tap off," and I literally looked at her, I said, "We? Well, I never fucking pay." <laughs> what are you fucking talking about? I never tap on, tap off. Like literally, I'm the girl that literally has to shove with my friends to get through at the bar station because I never got enough money to tap out. And on the bus, girl, I never pay on the bus. And people keep mentioning the fact that I don't pay. I do pay sometimes if I have to get in for the front. But if I have to get in from the back, I'm not paying. I'm sorry. My, I, my clipper card barely has any fucking money on it ever. And all my clipper cards are always barring me because I can I never... <laughs> I have to get a new one every single time. If I actually... This is allegedly. Because every I never tap off, so it just bars your card. So you're never allowed back into like a station unless you go to the teller. And the teller was like, oh, you didn't tap off. And you're going to be like, whoa, what are you fucking talking about? I did tap off. <laughs> but usually I got like 17 cents in that motherfucker. So that's why I can't fucking tap off. So I just call it. I just take the L and I just get a new clipper card. So that's why I used to, I'd be, roll, I'd be rocking with like 12 fucking clipper cards at one point. <laughs> but um, that was my whole argument with her. And then she just was not hearing me. I was like, girl, back at home, I never <laughs> tap on, tap off. I allegedly so i'm like why are you yelling at me acting like something that we do back at home applies right now i didn't fucking do it back at home oh, i'm not gonna do it right now do it back home. you do though see uh, this is my thing anytime you're with me i make us pay yeah so <laughs> i'm a law-abiding citizen for i don't know what, what are you fucking saying i said allegedly who said uh, i actually I mean, did these things uh yeah she always pays guys <laughs> i always fucking pay are you kidding me kidding me State of California is getting my money. Just know that. <laughs> One way or another, it's getting fucking my money. It's getting my money because I keep buying these goddamn clipper cards. <laughs> but, um... Uh, so, yeah. 
that was we're like going back we're going back and forth, forth. just yelling at each other about stupid shit that doesn't matter because it's already over but me being me i'm just getting angry because she's not as worried as i am and i she should be and i think that i'm right and that she should know this basic stuff but she doesn't which is fine <laughs> <laughs> it's the slow bullet these are basic stuff that she should know but she doesn't <laughs> so it's fine <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, do you want to say the next part that really and utterly yeah. made you yeah. furious? So basically, we're going back and forth, and mind <laughs> you, we're on a skinny-ass platform. <laughs> and there's people, tr- like, Dutch people trying to get, they're like, what the fuck are these people? Get out of my way. So I'm like, okay, let's just get to the sidewalk. Because we're going back and forth, and I'm trying to, like, I'd be like, I understand, like, you're frustrated with me, I understand, but, like, you need to be patient. Like, I, mm-hmm. like, I was like, as you can see, I don't go fuck. Mm-hmm. And I was like, stop using the argument of, like, back at home. And she just won't give it up. So I'm like, whatever. So I turn around. Because <laughs> I, I say something to her, I'm like, this is fucking whatever. Like, I'm sick of this shit. Like, it's whatever. Like, just get over it. And I turn around. <laughs> and Monty goes, what's your damage? And motherfucker, when she said that shit, I turned around and I said, what's my damage? My damage is... And I literally turn around and I fucking rip into her because I'm like, you know what the fuck my damage is? I've been trying to be kind to you and be patient and I know my volume is really high, but I'm trying to be like, I understand why you're upset right now. But I was like, you know what my fucking damage is? Is that I'm telling you I'm not tripping off of it. Yeah, you are fucking so riled up. And I keep telling you back at home, I allegedly don't pay for this shit. So of course, I don't know how this shit works because I don't allegedly don't pay for it and I was just it's the way she was like what's your damage how fucking dare you say that shit to me what's my damage ugh we're literally. I, don't know, I think I want to rally you up. I don't know why I said that. I know why you said this. Is a fun fact about Monty. Monty knows how to press my buttons, I so do. she'll say certain shit or do certain things to get me riled up. So she knows. She knows if you said, "What's your damage?" That's gonna get me riled up. That's because in my book, those are fighting words. <laughs> and you know what else? When I said that later to her, because we were doing like a recap and apology, mm-hmm. I said, "In my book, those are fighting words." You know what she said to me? She was like, "Yeah, you need to work on that." <laughs> It's like putting saw in the motherfucking wound. She wanted me to throw hands with her right then and there. It's like, yeah, you need to work on that. Yeah, you need to change that. Like, oh my fucking god, Montserrat Palabrica. You should see her right now. She's she, she's laughing up a storm. So her face hurts. Cheeks hurt so bad from smiling and laughing too much. Um, but we did make up. We did soon two after. days ago. Two, day, two <laughs> days later. No, we literally made up the same yeah, day. We did. Yeah, we did we at night. At night, we did. Um, and then I went on Reddit to figure out what to do with her card, and, uh, she was barred. She could not use her card anymore. No, it wasn't. That. I couldn't use it um, anymore. So, she had to borrow it my card. It charged me $4, and I couldn't use my card anymore, and that was perfectly fine, because I got two free rides out of it, so <laughs> fuck everybody. <laughs> I got two free rides for doing that, so. <laughs> Doesn't even matter. So that was our first fight. And our second fight was not even a really big fight, but it was just one of those things that's just a system. You know those sibling fights that are just like, this didn't need to happen, but it's just because we're so low right now. It happened. So basically, I just want to preface this with, I'm the sister that's always prepared. I always have everything. I'm the one with the power banks. I'm the one with the cords. I'm the one with the lotion, the body spray, the everything that makes her like feel like a human being. Like I'm the one who brings the deodorant, okay? I'm the one who brings a razor because she won't do these things. I would if you weren't there, but since I know you're going to do it, I just don't. Yeah, as you can see, <laughs> that's what she does. She relies on me. Mm-hmm. So we're about to go to the amusement park, and it's kind of a long trek. So I tell her, I'm like, yo, I have my power bank. Can you get me my charger, like my charging cord? 
And I just want to say, there's a you running. You did not say. Yes, my I said. Cord. I you did. Said get a charging no, cord. No, I said my charging no, cord. No, because when I got no. there, I had. I remember having a distinct being like, hmm, should I grab Elmer? Should I grab mine? But I said my charging cord. Anyway, and I will literally put money on that if we can go back in time. <laughs> I literally wear, literally would. Where's Doctor Strange? Let him fucking do that hand shit and bring us back because literally I put money on that. And I also want to preface this that <laughs> all my friends and I make fun of Monsi uh-huh. because Monsi has all these expensive little tiny gadgets, but none of them are compatible with our stuff because Monsi goes out and buys the best, this, that, or the third. Like all of us have USB cables. Monsi is the only one with a lightning cable. So none of our power banks use on Monty's cord. And we always tell her, bring your own shit because none of our shit works with yours. And it's a running joke because she's self-reliant on us, me. But then she'll bring one thing of hers. She'll be like, can I use one of your charging cubes? Yeah, of course. Ugh, I don't have a USB. No, motherfucker, of course. While you know everyone else only has USBs. So I get the charger, she gets the cord, and we go to the place. Monty, it's at the end of the day, our tickets to the train are on our phones. And Monty looks at her phone, and she's like, oh my god, Eleanor, I'm at 7%. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and we're supposed to take the train back really soon. She's like, I'm only at 7%. I'm like, turn off your phone. Like, just, it's fine. She's like, oh my god, you have the charger. I'm like, yeah, I do. Give me a second. So I pull out the charger. I give it to her. She's like, where's the cord? Don't you have the cord? I was like, no, I don't have the cord. She's like, well, I don't have the cord. And I was like, you dumb bitch. I fucking told you to grab the cord. She's like, well, I don't have the cord. Do you have the cord? Check your bag. And I'm like, I literally was like, I'm going to scream at you. But there's a bunch of children around. (laughs) But I was like, you know what? Let me check my bag. (laughs) So I check my bag. I'm looking around, looking around. I cannot find a cord. So I look at her and I'm like, Monsi, I told you to grab a cord for me that I was going to try. I was going to grab the power bank. She's like, I can't find it. She looks through her bag, looks through her bag. And then she feels through her pockets. And then she finds the cord and we both scream out of excitement. And then as she grabs the cord to put it in the power bank, she goes, wait. (laughs) Because... I yeah, <laughs> I'm looking looking for the USB C port, and I'm realizing Eleanor has an old ass charger. All it has is just a normal USB port. And then I look at her, and she goes, "This one doesn't go- fit because this is not a USB." <laughs> so then I look at her, and I fucking smack her in the arm, <laughs> and go, "You fucking dumbass! <laughs> I fucking told you to grab my cord because my power bank only has USB." And she's like, "I didn't know that," and I. <laughs> vacation that we've been in the car we've been at festivals when her little usbc shit doesn't fucking work because no one on the team has a lightning cable so she's the only person that has left with that so she's the only person allowed to use those things so when this she's like i didn't know what are you talking about i didn't know <laughs> what are you ta- we've been to how many places together and i have the same goddamn power bank forget what can i say yeah um but yeah <laughs> just know we lived we did live we went to the little water show that they had. It was very, very cold, and uh, we were both mad. We None of us recorded it because my phone was dying, and yeah. so was hers. So we made it back to the train station. My fucking phone had, like, 3%. I'm mm-hmm. like, Eleanor, we gotta go to a shop. I can't survive like this. We went to a shop. I didn't look at any of the prices. Yeah. I grabbed the first cord. Yep, and then <laughs> I paid for it, and that shit was, like, almost $20. Yeah. And I was like, it was, like, $24. <gasps> I remember leaving there, and I was like, why didn't you grab the $7 one? She's like, I just wanted a cord. And I just sat there, because I was like, we already made it to the station, and you didn't take, like, a couple more seconds to read the prices, because now we have an eight-foot-long fucking cord. <laughs> eight-foot-long! I think it's useful. 
Um, when? <laughs> when you're charging your uh, phone from the bed. See? It's... Okay. Anyway. Not for you, because you only have fucking USB-C <laughs> shit. <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> so Monty, Monty just throws money yeah, in. I, I, that was when I didn't have a job. I can't even say that anymore. I just throw money and you stop doing that. It's yeah, you terrible, do. terrible. She habit. does. Like, she'll, I'll ask her. I'm like, do you know how much that is? She's like, no, I just heard it was good. I was like, you're not going <laughs> to look it up. What if it's expensive? And she's like, but it's good. But I'm like, okay, I'm just going to let you be. Because what could else? What else could I do? There's no arguing with her. But um, yeah, so those are our two fights. And there was a, we had a mini fight, but I didn't even think it was a fight because Monty got deeply sick. Like she got, yeah, I, like, I don't know what happened. I, thought, you know? I almost had, like threw up or fainted in the freaking tub. Or not tub, the shower. <laughs> <laughs> no, the shower. Because um, I was just so dizzy and I just wanted to vomit and it was just so bad. So I like told Eleanor, we had to cancel all the plans we had that day. Like we were supposed, like our guide for one of our uh, night canal tours was like, you should take truffles and go to this fun like light museum where they project like uh, Salvador Dali and Goff. I don't remember. I don't remember the other guy. Sorry. Other guy's name, but they project their art all over the walls of the building. I forgot what that experience is called, but she told us like buy some truffles, take the lightest dose so that it won't like mess you up. You can still like get around, do things, but take the truffles and go to that uh, museum. And we're like, oh, sick, nasty. Let's do that. I got sick and I could not do it and I felt bad. So we had to cancel the whole day. Um, I had a solo day. <laughs> so Eleanor had a solo day. She went to the Albert Hedgen <laughs> to buy me some like uh, little snacks to eat. I could not eat anything solid. I wanted to throw. And then she got me like, like I don't know if you got me like gas medicine. I don't know if you got me medicine, but you did get me food. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she had a solo day, but she said something. To me before she left on her solo trip, which left me in anguish until she came back, and then I told her that she hurt my feelings. <laughs> and then, now you that. So basically, um, I was going to the golf store, and it was crazy because that day was Eleanor Day, but it really was Eleanor Day because I was by myself because mm-hmm. Monty was so sick, and I was going to the golf store because Tyler opened up like a pop up, and I was like, oh, exciting. So um, I was like, I was like, good thing, like you're not coming because it's like, because she's fucking sick. So I was like, so I was like, I wouldn't even be able to enjoy myself. So I'm, and mind you, I say it exactly how I sound you now. Said it normally. No, I don't. I said I was like, good thing you're not coming, or I would not enjoy myself. And like that, like I be fucking for real. Am I being for real? No. And then she's over there looking like a dead horse, like literally dead on the bed. And I leave her, and I come back, and she's like. I was thinking about what you said, and I'm like, <laughs> "What did I say?" Because I was like, "What did I do?" She's like, "You said that you <laughs> you would have a better day without me," and I was like, "Yeah, because you're fucking sick. <laughs> we no one would have a good time because you're sick and dying." <laughs> She's like, "Oh, I thought you meant because you don't like my company." I was like, "I love your company, but you're fucking sick. <laughs> that everyone's gonna lose if you came along. You'd like throw up on me or something or pass out." Yeah, I don't know. I'm a sensitive girl. No thing. Yeah, so she got all riled up from that for nothing, and I told her, "No, <laughs> look at the sweater I got." Like, <laughs> I was like, "You're weird and crazy." But um, like Monty said, we took truffles, or I took truffles. So um, yeah, I was still sick the next day. Yeah, Monty wasn't able to, it. and it was our last day. Yeah. So the lady at the store, I remember I called them shrooms once, and she's like, hey, "They're not shrooms," and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I was like, oh shit, sorry, my bad, my bad. Of course, they're not shrooms. I mean, truffles." <laughs> and I was like asking her questions and stuff, and then we got this one dose, and she said the most important thing to do is thoroughly chew it. Do not, sorry, excuse me. Do not like um leave like little pellets in there. And my, oh my god, mind <laughs> you, I keep like hiccuping. 
mind you, the, these um truffles, the way they look, were like little rocks with mold on them. Yeah. It was like several of them, even for a small dose. I was just like, yo, I gotta eat all of these. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have to eat all of them. So I made Monty vlog me, like taking them, because I wanted her to make sure that I was like properly chewing them all down to a like a liquid and not have like chunks, because she said if you have chunks, it's gonna make you feel sick. And she told us not to eat anything two or three hours before. Uh, me being me, I was like, I woke up in the morning, I didn't have breakfast, and I was like, you know what, I'll take it now, because we're going to the Salvador Dali exhibit, mm-hmm. and that's what their uh, tour guide said to take them, because it's going to be trippy. I eat them, it takes me like 20 minutes to eat them and chew them all down, because they're really tough. Like, they're not tasty at all. They <laughs> fucking are disgusting. And I keep, I keep getting Monty to look inside my mouth, and be like, is it, <laughs> like, is it liquid yet? Is it, does it look good? And she would tell me, like, yeah, it's good, so I would swallow. And then I finished, and maybe a couple of minutes later, like, stomachs are so hurt, and I'm like, ooh, I don't feel so good. But maybe it's because I just ate that, and my jeans are too tight, so I'm like, let me just take off my pants and put on a skirt. So I put on a skirt, and I'm like, ooh, no, I feel nauseous. I do not feel good. And I tell Monty, I don't feel so good. I don't feel so good. And you're like, maybe you just gotta sit. And I'm like, I don't know. And then I throw up in a... (laughs) I throw up in our trash can, and I'm like, oh... And then I keep throwing up, and it gets to the point where I'm like, Montserrat, I gotta throw up this whole thing. So I go to the bathroom, and someone fucking exploded. The <laughs> doorway lit up. And people, like adults, I don't know, because there was no young people in this hospital. There was only, like, old-ass people. So I was like, no one knows how to fucking flush? I guess not. <laughs> so I basically found a clean one, and I just, like, let it all out, and I threw up so much. And then we just wasted money, because we had to throw away Monty's truffles, and I threw up all mine. It's probably because I took them at 9 o'clock in the morning. But it literally, they said not to do it. Like, they said to do it on my stomach, but probably, like, you should have ate something, like, four hours ahead. But I didn't do that, and that's my fault. But, um, I also want to talk about the weed. Um, oh my the gosh. weed is all right. <laughs> the weed is all right. I went to one shop, and it was, like, really easy to buy one. Um, they do sell, like, spliffs, so, like, ones with, like, tobacco or, like, nicotine. So and they don't tell you. But the woman, the first woman, she was like, you want pure sativa? And I was like, yeah, I just want pure sativa. She's like, you don't want one nicotine? I was like, no. I want pure sativa. So I was like, okay, now I have to be specific. And I say pure sativa. Because I went to another shop and like when I was talking to them, a lot of the things I was saying, they didn't understand what I was saying or what I was asking for. I feel like maybe it's just like a lost in translation type beat because versus like how dispensaries are out here. I went to another place after I finished all the little joints that I got from that one lady. And I went to another place closer to us. And I was like, can I have pure sativa? I want a pure sativa joint. And he's like, okay, pure sativa. And I say, yes. And he gave me it. And these were cheaper than the ones that I got previously. But I thought it was because we were in the city center when I bought the other ones. Mm-hmm. So these ones are probably cheaper because we're, like, with regular people. So I was like, okay, work. And it was I was already on. And it was already nighttime. So we went to the canal to smoke. Because every single morning I did a wake <laughs> and bake. Like, I fucking smoked in the morning. <laughs> and then I went off to the fucking Albert Hedgen to get my fucking juice. And then came back. So we were out there. And, like, I'm taking puffs. And I'm like, yo, like, this shit is low-key making me feel crazy. And I give it to Monsi. <laughs> And Monty's like, yo, that made my head hurt. <laughs> I felt so lightheaded. I was like, oh, I don't like this. I don't give this to me anymore. Yeah, so I was like, oh, let me smoke a little bit more because, like, I need what is going on. And then I put it out and I'm like, oh, I don't feel so good. So when we get to the room and I feel so sick. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I'm going to vomit. Like, I don't feel so good, Mr. Krabs. And Monty's like, it's okay. Like, just sit down. And I lay down and I tell him, like, yo, I got to throw up. And this is another time where Monty, I need her to listen <laughs> instead of thinking so literally. 
And I was like, I gotta throw up. And she's like, you can't throw up. It's already in your bloodstream. And I'm like, motherfucker, you don't understand what I'm wanting. I was like, I feel sick right now because it's making me feel sick. So if I throw up, it'll make me feel better. And I keep trying to explain her. She's like, it's in your bloodstream. And I'm like, I know that. I know it's in my bloodstream. Because she keeps saying, you can't get rid of it. It's in your bloodstream. It's in your bloodstream. And I'm like, I know it already, Montserrat. But she's so literal. So I just got to take it or leave it. So... That was a fucking spliff. I found out in the morning. It was a fucking spliff, and I was mm-hmm. so mad because in the morning, okay, of course, I did a wake and bake. So I woke up in the morning, and I went out there, and I saw what it looked like, and I was like, So that was the end of that because I was like, you know what? We're not going to smoke it anymore. We're going to get space cake because I saw an episode of Atlanta when they went to Amsterdam. Paperboy, that's his name. Paperboy went around, and he ate a space cake. And that shit knocked him on his ass. So I was like, oh, I want to see what that's about. <laughs> I don't know that man told me it was like 200 milligrams. Did he say that? He said it was like in the hundred. I think he said it was 200 grams. 200 grams? Yeah, he's no, like, not. Honestly, but he's, he, said a, he said a crazy amount. Yeah. And, I was like, and I was like, are you serious? That's all in this brownie? No, I think it was 200 milligrams. I think it was 200 milligrams. It probably was. No, I don't. It can't be of two hundred grams. Yeah, that was that sent me through the fucking roof. But I don't know. Wait, I don't know what it could have been. It could be because yeah, once I took fifty one. Anyway, anyways, I think the, it's grams. The, if we're being honest, because I think that's what knocked me on my ass. No, it made me so confused. Okay, fine. Let's go with Monty would say. So it's two hundred milligrams. So I asked the guy, but he was confusing me. So I was just like, Nah, eh, we'll take two. So yeah. we did two, and <laughs> then no, we shouldn't have bought two. We should have shared one. But I basically eat half of the brownie. It the... tells you to only eat half. Well, I didn't listen because I thought that later. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> didn't feel anything. Yeah, because y'all, I took half of it. I ate it in a bathroom. Don't even ask me about it. It's a sushi restaurant bathroom. <laughs> and then I get out, and an hour passed, and I'm like, I don't feel shit. And then we take an Uber back to the hotel, and I don't feel anything. But then I watch the vlog back, and I'm like, oh, she was on something. She was literally on something. Because <laughs> then I ate the other half, and then the other half sent me to the motherfucking moon. I had to, I had to go to sleep. Like, I had to go to sleep because it was like it was like you were in your body, but you were not there. It's like your it was like your body was there, but you're. You felt like yourself and your brain tap dancing around. Like, I didn't feel like my body could have moved anymore. I don't know anymore, but I just know if we were in public, I would have been paralyzed. Like, not moving at all. But, go ahead, Monty. No, I had to, well, I read the box because I wanted to know. Like, like Monty does. Do. So, it did say eat half of the brownie and to wait an hour until you felt something. Um... It did say not to eat the whole thing, but you know when you're when in yeah. when in Rome. <laughs> so I don't know what to sleep. So I thought like, oh, she's fine. I didn't know she was going through it like that. I thought she was just tired. I wasn't like going through it, but I was like, damn, I'm high. I'm going to sleep because <laughs> I was like so like. Once you start laying there, you start sinking into the bed, and you just disappear. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> but. I took, like, I went to bed for me. I had to keep packing. So I ate one half, like, a half of it. Then I waited an hour, like you're supposed to. I waited some more. I was like, eh, I'm not really feeling much. So I ate the other half and kept packing and packing. And I went to bed, I guess, before the high hit me. Because when I woke up in the morning, I was high as fuck. And we had to go to the airport. And we, it was, like, 5 a.m. in the morning. And I had to check out. And I felt crazy. I felt yeah. like my eyes weren't, like... I feel like my eyes weren't in my sockets. I felt like I wasn't even looking at people. I felt like my eyes weren't focusing. And when I was checking out with the guy, I felt like 
I wasn't speaking English because he looked at me like I was crazy. And I was like, Eleanor, am I even speaking English? Am I like normal right now? She's like, you're fine. I'm like, I don't feel normal. And just going to the airport and talking to people, I felt insane. I felt like a blob just going from place to place trying because Eleanor is an idiot. And we, oh. couldn't, <laughs> and we couldn't. We had to go. I was about to say, why are you calling me a fucking idiot? But I actually am an idiot. But just remember, I have dyslexia. Literally, I do. So it's hard for me. But the reason why the airport was harder than I had to be and why we had to talk to so many people and why me being high as fuck it just made me more scared was because the day before, I'm trying to check us in so we can just go mosey on over, just drop off our bags and get on the plane, like, whatever. But as I'm checking in, it keeps denying me. I'm like, why is it denying me? Is something wrong with their information? And I'm going through everything. Like, Eleanor, you did this right, correct? Like, you did everything correct. She's like, yeah, I did everything correct. So I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm still going to double check because you never know. I'm looking, looking, double checking all of Eleanor's information. And when I get down to the part where it says, where you're a citizen of, like, where you're a citizen, like, what country you're a citizen of, she had put, she's a citizen of the United States, and it's Wait, pause America. <laughs> Wait, say it. It's outlying, uh, islands or something? Outlying yeah, I, like, I wrote down, I clicked the box that said, I'm a citizen of the America's outlying, uh, like, territories. Territories, yes. Um, don't fucking <laughs> ask me why I put it, but I heard, I read America, and I probably assumed as you can see, I assume a lot of things, and I shouldn't have, so I fucked up, and um, that's why we had to get there early, because they wanted us check in. Yeah, we had to go up to the counter and, like, show them our passports to show that we were citizens of the United States, or they wanted her to prove that she was a citizen of the outlying yeah, territory. Yeah, I had to I show, like, this, I had to show a lot of stuff, but it wasn't even that bad, and Monty kept worrying, and she was like, oh, did I sound crazy? Do I look crazy? And I looked at her, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? But at the same time, Monty's such an anxious girl that I just thought, I was like, she's just anxious. It's just so early in the morning. She's already upset with me because I said that I was a part of the America's Outlying Territories. And she's like, Eleanor, you're from the United States. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because one thing happened, they asked you twice where you're from, and I did it right once. I wrote, I wrote down the U.S., like, United States of America once, and on the second time I did the... United States, like, outlying territories. She's like, how could you do it right once, but the second time you did it wrong? And I'm like, well, just chalk it up to being... Okay, I have to take a pause, America, because my father... Sorry about that, you guys. But, um, yeah, so that's what happened at the airport. Monty ate that space cake and it sent her someplace else into the different realm, into the fucking morning. Yeah, I literally slept. When When we checked in and sat down, I knocked out for, like, I don't know how many hours. Yeah, she was like asleep the whole time, and sadly, I got extremely sick on our flight. I was throwing up the whole time. Uh, my head was in the fucking barf bag on, when we were like landing, and then when we got to SFO. I was just barfing everywhere, and then I barfed in the car. It was just a whole moment. I got extremely sick, but that was like the end of our Amsterdam trip. It was cute that both of us got sick, and it was funny when I got <laughs> home. My mom was like, "Thank God it was you. Uh, <laughs> thank God it was you that got sick because." Monty doesn't have insurance right now. And I was like, we didn't have to say that, Elvia, though. We didn't have to say, thank God Monty was the one that was, Eleanor was the one that got sick officially. <laughs> yeah, she said that she was praying it'd be me. Else. You guys, imagine your mom was like, I was praying that it would be you. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> she was praying that I'd be the one that would get sick. And I did. And all it takes is that woman, huh? That little lady. She's a bruja. What can we say? <laughs> but um, this is the episode with my sister. You might be thinking, Eleanor, you talked a whole bunch. And you just keep yapping and yapping and yapping. Hey, mind your business. Because I think she, her little giggles, her little, her little, she actually read and looked up the stuff that we were wondering about. Usually I just keep going and I tell y'all to look it up. She actually looks it up. 
um but she'll be back for the philippines episode because i want her to be back and probably another episode of like having a quarter life crisis because i think what she's going through is actually bonkers and the thing that she's done because again if you knew my sister you wouldn't think she would do half the things that she already did um but we really gotta go we gotta scram because we're trying to be can i go to zumba monty's going to zumba i'm never gonna go to zumba because i don't like people telling me what to do as you can (laughs) see i have an issue but thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being so patient. That's why I'm giving you guys such a long-ass episode. This should last you for two weeks. Am I right, ladies? Please. And like I said, with my updates, I'm going to be removing Mahala Moore from Spotify and removing access to the Google Drive. So if you are emotionally attached to anything in there, go listen to them now. If you didn't listen to Mahala Moore, listen to it now or it's going to be removed. I will be putting all this information on my Instagram, uh, unreliablenarrator.co. Thank you again, Monsi, for featuring this episode. Is there anything you would like to say? Um, no problem. I had fun. Um, sorry if I, uh, say, uh, if I, I don't really know how to talk, you know? Yeah, I'm gonna talk. <laughs> so, I don't know why I asked you for closing remarks. Yeah, I don't know why either. I, my, it's okay. My brain went swoosh. It's okay. It's, it's like when you say, hi, my name is Monsi, and I'm like, god damn it, no one can see you, but I wish they could. Um. You can you can't find Muncie anywhere because she's not on social media. So suck it. Um, I'm gonna catch y'all later. Until then, um, live nicely. Have a great your day. Have a great your night. Um, hardy hardy brothers. Catch Bye-bye. you later. Bye. Bye.